Sup. Whoa. You you surprised me with that. <laughs> this is up. You expected some kind of big intro thing, didn't you? Yeah, big intro thing. And then what's up, Gruen? Yeah. Nope. How are you? Gotta Gruen? throw you for gotta throw you for loop sometimes, but I don't know. Everyone already knows it's hot outside, but there's some interesting news in the VR space this month, and if you already read the title, you know the theme, so you know one of the juiciest tidbits, which we'll get to in a minute. But before we get to all that, how are you doing today, Gruen? A stupendous. Ooh. I, I just wanted to use the big word. I'm fine. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm yeah. glad you're somewhere between fine and stupendous. What's been going on? So we took a vacation. A vacation to the beach, which you know about because you happen to be there. And we went to several beaches, which is fun. But also, I, I don't know. There's there's certain people that love the beach, and then there's people that don't like the beach. And I'm kind of one of those people that just likes it for a couple days, and then I'm good. Yeah. You like it until you're burnt and your skin says, get back indoors and look at the virtual beaches. Right. And there's sand in everything that you own. So it's yes. time to leave. I think that's the best thing about staying somewhere else is it's their bathtub that's half sand now, not mine. So, Correct. Yeah, that's the real dream. Yeah, I guess for me, other than obviously visiting the beach, um, I guess the only techie update I have is I ended up getting a noise canceling headset because I am in a very central place in the house where I can hear absolutely everything. So I wanted a noise canceling headset so that I can actually think ever. And turns out it does cancel noise, but it only cancels noise. So like the air conditioning and such can't hear that. But what I can hear is talking and the TV and the baby <laughs> screeching, which is the opposite of what I'd want. I would rather have the white noise <laughs> and not have the everything else. So kind of right. Did you read the fine but, print? Well, I should have just read the word noise canceling. It's not soundproof. So I just misinterpreted and I get what I paid for. But it, it was crazy because without actually modifying a headset, it was the only thing that checked all the boxes. Like hmm. literally there was one option left when I went to like, uh, like I ended up getting on Best Buy and it was the only one that did it because the there's a Bose one. But to have it be a gaming headset with a mic, you had to have it plugged in, which Obviously, in case anyone hasn't noticed, I play VR games, which means standing up and walking around, so I can't be plugged into the computer. So, mm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I'm just thinking the, the the fine print probably says these are what we consider to be noise. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. They were going to cancel out talking, and then one of their wives was like, "Hey, are you saying that my talking is noise?" And they yeah. got in big trouble and they switched the active noise canceling yeah. setup. So anyway. Well, um, yeah. Yep. Well, you have somebody that may not want to be considered noise as well. Well, yeah. True. 
Do you have any other stuff or should we jump into news? No other stuff. No, it's just back back to VR. I'm just happy to have my VR equipment out and I can get back in and do some projects again. We've, we've been super busy with crazy stuff about the house and it's sold and we're moving forward and I can, I can uh, see the, the light again. I can actually do some things in, in VR. The light being so, Oculus ads. No, we'll get to that later. So, yeah, people are actually going to get to see this house stuff in the works a little bit because you're going to be releasing that Nightmare Garage post pretty soon. What is that? Is that like a how-to or what? It's a how-to and how-not-to. It mm. is... It, it Nightmare Garage means it was a nightmare before I started and it, it was a nightmare making it. But in the end, it's a million dollar garage now it, it looks fantastic you'll you'll see but it, it does tell you what to do and what not to do if you're going to put down a garage uh, floor coating and this is uh rock solid polycuramine cool yeah that actually sounds pretty useful anyone that has a garage will find that to be riveting content and anyone that just likes to watch people suffer can also enjoy it so that's nice yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. And I guess just briefly, since we're mentioning weekend posts, I would just like to say I appreciate you, Internet, because the I'm a shark video was like the dumb humor that I can appreciate, obviously, since I did it. But I just oh, I love I, that song. I'm just really appreciating that people are enjoying it. It's <laughs> just like what, like 40 seconds of absolute sharky nonsense and people are eating it up much like a shark which is just great so yeah that's off to you world. it's funny it's one of my faves but, <laughs> all right well i guess let's jump into some news you want me to go first or you want to go first uh let's flip for it okay you want to go <laughs> sweet i'm glad that i could crush you at flipping absolute <laughs> destruction okay, okay. so one of the things <laughs> one of the things that I stumbled across was there's a group called Varro. I, I actually still don't know how to pronounce it. I want to call it Varjo, but I know it's wrong. It's supposed to be fancier sounding like Varro. Uh, but it's V-A-R-J-O. And mm. they had teased last week that a huge announcement was coming out. And that time has come and gone. And they did release that announcement. And it's essentially VR teleporting. And so they actually were describing it as the metaverse, which just goes to show that people have a very different take on what the metaverse is, which actually would have been really nice for our metaverse themed podcast a little bit ago. But it is essentially so imagine I'm in one spot in the world that you're in another. So say you're visiting Australia and I want to see what you see. I could put on my mask and you put on yours and I could just look around and see Australia as if I was there. That's the gist as I understood it. Obviously, I haven't gotten to put on the mask and see that happen. So perhaps I'm slightly off, but that is what I gathered from the announcement video. And so hmm. it's pretty cool. And so they actually did kind of a quick recap of all the different technologies they had already put together so far. and. It's a pretty impressive resume, but it's not for any Joe Schmo. It's for businesses and expensive. So it's interesting. So 
That sounds like something more for the like the snap glasses than than an actual headset. Walking around with a headset on, you know what I mean? Just the AR glasses would be more likely something I'd wear while walking around Australia. Yeah, and so funny you mentioned that. So one of the things in the video is actually someone putting on a full-on VR-looking headset, and I guess it's a mixed reality one, but he was putting on a headset that's like, it looks a lot like my vibe. It looks pretty big, and he's sitting in a car, and then you see the car animate such that you can tell it's going to be visualized as like within the headset, but it looks like it would without the headset. And it was one of those things of like, I would feel so uncomfortable wearing a full-on thing while driving which Mm -hmm. non-issue if self-driving happens but it you know it's just like it's cool but i don't think i would do that because i like living so yeah and i wouldn't get very far because i've only got a nine foot cord (laughs) yeah i guess this cord is longer Yeah, with the wirelessness. Wouldn't that be funny though? They just have like the not quite doing wireless. They, I'm, they are, but it it just be hilarious. They have like a hundred <laughs> foot cord, just like now announcing the hundred foot cord, so you can explore Australia. Yeah. But uh, I I thought it was kind of neat though, because I see it as a little strange because it's I wouldn't want to just. So the idea is that you can upload what's happening to the cloud. And they were talking about like the, I think they said like infinite computing capability of the cloud was their wording. But the idea is you upload what's going on for you to the cloud and I can watch it in real time as if I'm there. And I think that'd be cool in certain use cases. But if I'm just chilling in my room which was one of their examples just yeah someone could just look around your room it's like i don't want someone looking around my room it's not like i have anything sketchy but it's just weird i don't need that yeah i think it's probably more for like uh on on job problems troubleshooting so like if you're working on an oil rig and you've got to fix something and you don't know what you're doing and you put on the headset and you got somebody in your ear saying, okay, now cut the red wire, not the blue wire. The red wire! <laughs> Pranked. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, that's that's a good example because I would... Uh, so one of their examples that was actually prior to this, it was just showcasing one of their other technologies was they have these groups that need to go inspect cars. And previously they had to fly out to this oh. other location and then they have to inspect that car themselves but they nowadays can just go and put on their headset and check it out because apparently their headsets make it so lifelike and realistic that you can inspect the car but the one that jumped to mind for me was this is more like a basic user use case but like with this fancy tech that Eventually, it'll spread and it'd be available to more headsets than their high-end stuff. But I could see it being really cool for touring houses. There are already the VR tours and whatnot, but there's nothing like this would be where you could... Oh, and one of the things they said you could do is edit and modify the reality or whatever. So imagine... You, you just jump in and you can be like, the sofa could look pretty good here. Oh, no, that doesn't fit at all. Move it here. And it really would be like you're there, which would be pretty great, especially like hopefully there are no more pandemics for a n- nice long while. But for that kind of crazy situation, that would really yeah. be helpful. But let's too. be prepared. Yeah. 
I'll have a nice big bag of rice and a VR headset. So yeah, yeah. What do you have? What news oh, did you discover? Just a couple of quick things, and I'm, there's way more than this. But the uh, I saw that the HP Reverb G2 came down in price. It's now 4.99. So maybe that's not selling as well as they hoped. I would imagine, but they're trying to get a little more competitive. I did see that. Uh, do you know who Samantha B is? No, she does a TV show called Full Frontal. She's a comedian, and it's kind of a recap show, like the the Daily Show. Uh, but they're back and they're doing episodes, and she, you know, it wasn't a huge thing because a lot of people have done this. But they did an episode from Africa, or maybe probably a series of episodes, not just one, and they did a VR experience. So they they filmed some of it in VR for a special extra experience for people that wanted to see in VR in Africa. And so it wasn't groundbreaking, but it's just kind of cool when CBS does a headline story on the morning show for a VR experience. Yeah, true. That is nice. It is cool whenever it becomes a little bit more mainstream with that kind of thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Very nice. uh, Another thing I saw, the Logitech keyboard for the Quest 2. So I guess... And I don't try to do a lot of typing while I'm in VR, but for those people that are trying to work in VR, it Mm -hmm, would be annoying to do the hunt and pick keyboard. So Logitech has this keyboard for specifically for the Quest 2. I tried to find out if it works with other equipment like mine, the Rift S, and I I asked, okay, online, I, I said, does this work with only the Quest 2 or does it work with Rift S or any other headsets? And I was put on hold for at least 30 minutes and the guy came back and said, I don't know, check with Oculus. Interesting. Fail. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it does work with Quest 2, but they don't know if it works with anything else. And again, not that I need it because I'm not trying to do a lot of typing in VR, but but maybe that's a thing that's that's on its way for the other headsets and not just Quest 2. I would hope for those people that need it. Yeah, I definitely agree. It'd be really nice to have an actual keyboard. I've seen it where some setups can have the like projected keyboard when it can track your fingers and stuff, which is pretty cool, but it would have to be really, really good, which I'm sure to have it be actually usable, it, it's got to be good, but mm-hmm. it just seems easier for existing setups like the Quest 2. It just sounds so much easier to have that keyboard that could work and I'm sure you could just continue using it so you don't have to switch in and out or anything so yeah, yeah. that is cool. I mean for me with controllers on my hands it, it, I, I don't know how they're supposed to make it work for, for me but maybe for uh, anyway what else yeah, did you have? I, I, I saw a lot of cool things but go ahead my turn. So one of the other things I saw was something we had kind of talked about and it looks like Vive is doing it where they made a suite for meetings. So it's virtual meetings that take place in VR. It's called Sync. And so mm-hmm. you're supposed to make an avatar that looks like you. It integrates with Outlook. I don't know that I would feel the need to use this. It's funny because as much as I enjoy VR and such, I still do like, I don't know. I guess you and I hang out in VR chat, so maybe we would end up using it. It looks like it is free for uh, the 
light version with just the everyday Joe Schmo, but then the enterprise version is 250, which I assume is for businesses and stuff. So there you go. Yeah. If, if we were to get like a big animation job, you know, where somebody contracted us to do some animation for Nickelodeon or somebody, and they said, so you can either fly out every Monday or you can get this thing and meet with us and make a avatar that looks like you and they'll never know if it really looks like us or not because i don't know well maybe they would but maybe it won't (laughs) matter but that would be a cool option to be able to do that rather than flying somewhere weekly or once a month or whatever yeah i agree i think there is definitely a place for it and i'm curious to see what the adoption level of it is that could be pretty cool because the more vr gets adopted in general business stuff the better so we'll see yeah agree so i saw this is really exciting for me and i think you'll like it too did you see the the story about this experience vr experience called jump Mm, i don't think so okay so do you remember the 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 experience called The Void, which closed down during the pandemic. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm so bad yeah. at names. I'm so it was visual. one of those places that you go to to do your VR experience. And right. during the pandemic, they went out of business. But the guy that was their chief visionary officer before the pandemic, he left in 2018 or 2019 before the pandemic. And... He started work on this this new thing, which is called Jump, and with a with a setup of wind machines and suspension, they make it feel as though you're jumping with a wingsuit from either cliffs or skyscrapers without the danger or the training. You can just do it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they're selling nice. tickets. They're pre-selling tickets for starting in November of 2021, and they're starting out in Salt Lake City and. East Rutherford, New Jersey, which are the two cities I would have not picked as my first two cities. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure they've got connection to those cities or something, but mm-hmm. that, which is fine. So they're going to start there. And it's kind of weird that they're starting, they're selling tickets now for November 2021. It's kind of like if you're doing a Kickstarter for your company, rather than raising money for something that doesn't exist, you're selling tickets for something that may not exist. And if we sell enough tickets, we'll make it exist. True. But they must already be working on it, I would think. Or at least have a pretty good idea they can make it happen. But that sounds like fun to yeah. me. Yeah, that actually does sound really fun. I'm glad. And that's such an intuitive thing to do. You could either risk life and limb or mm-hmm. you know, just <laughs> do it virtually, but it feels like you're actually jumping out of a plane. That's cool. Yeah, I, and if they add uh, doing a wingsuit from a cliff into a volcano, active volcano, then I know they'll get your business. Absolutely. I'd say 100%, but in actuality... <laughs> 200%. Perfect. Yeah. Spoken as a true person that would jump into a volcano. <laughs> if I can jump into a virtual volcano and just have like someone open an oven nearby so I could just feel like a, an extra gust of heat instead of being incinerated, Ooh. that'd be just great. Yeah. Yeah. They probably will work that in. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. So do you got anything else or should we jump into the big one? Well, yeah. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things about the remote working, which we talked about a little already with the keyboard and, and your thing where you can 
have you know your meetings virtually. But the remote working is something that I think VR folks are trying to push. And now with people returning to work, it, I think it's still way bigger than it would have been. And it's it's taking off a lot faster than it would have. But the other thing is the hybrid events, which the same thing. So now you've got people that want to travel and want to go to real events and and be with other people. And we're still pushing for the VR events, which has a place. But I think they're they're just struggling to figure out how to get people to do the, the VR event. And I, and I think it's just like it has to be a combination If for some things. There are some things that are going to be best as a complete virtual event. And if you're not interested, you're not interested. And then other things that you can do both in person or from around the world virtually, then that's that's big. But those are the two things that I saw so many articles about that. And even with so many articles, it doesn't even compare to the amount of articles about the thing you're about to mention. It, what could it be? It could be anything. No one knows mm-hmm. what I'm about to say here. It's 95% of what everybody's talking about. Yeah. Oculus ads. Mm-hmm. It's not so surprising, but the one thing that did actually surprise me about it is it sounds like you can actually get ads on games you own, which to me is bonus crazy because just having like ads off to the side, like like the website banner ads, you know, it's just like you can still read the article, you can whatever, you can just ignore it, but it's there. You could kind of see it and maybe it makes you go buy a cheeseburger, but getting ads on games you own is just, I don't know. That to me was unexpected. So what yeah. was your initial reaction before we really get into ads and the nuances of it? Well, so I haven't seen the ads personally, and I just I did see that the the first company to jump on board and tell Oculus they would participate was Resolution Games, and they have a game called Blaston, Blast On, Blast Off, Blast On, and so that game they they put out and they allowed them to to put the ads on there, and they got review bombed, and. <laughs> And backed yeah. out. They were like, yeah, this isn't good. So they got <laughs> blasted or, as they said, review bombed. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. know. Are they going to keep doing it? I mean, they're, of course they're going to try and keep doing it. I don't. So Oculus may decide to, when you, when you log on to pick whatever you're going to do and right there at the platform, they show you an ad before you can jump into anything. Uh, that seems like a dangerous thing, but they might do it. They might figure out how to do it for, you know, where you can pay extra to not get ads. Who knows? I don't know. I had, I didn't see anything on that. Right. Yeah. And the thing that really cracked me up about it was, so Oculus made an announcement themselves about these ads. And in the announcement, it was something along the lines of, we're excited to share the end. <laughs> and that just, yeah. Uh, the, okay, you're alone in that one, guys, <laughs> being excited for the ads. But I actually do think uh, this can be kind of a back and forth, like I said, nuanced answer, because I think there is generally a place for ads, which I do not think Oculus is doing correctly. <laughs> I think what they're doing is just bad. But, you know, for one end of the spectrum, there's 
Netflix, right? They, you pay for service, you don't get ads. Perfect. Great. And then on the other side, there's YouTube, which is completely free and you do get ads on it, which I do think is fine because it's free content and that's the source of revenue for it. And then you've got things like Amazon and Hulu with kind of in-betweens, right? Where Amazon is... Amazon's kind of a weirder example because I got Prime for the shopping, the free delivery. We make our money back on that for sure. And... So the Prime Video was just kind of a bonus, but they drop trailers at the start of the content. And so I was like, well, I'm kind of getting this for free. I'm kind of paying for it, but it's just like a trailer before the start of things. So it's like, eh, it could be worse. But then the Hulu one I thought was kind of interesting. So they've got the no ad option like Netflix has, but they also have a cheaper plan if you allow ads, which I thought I should really like that because then it's just completely your choice. Do you want to basically mm-hmm. pay to be shown ads by or like inverse pay? <laughs> you want to pay less to be shown ads? Uh, yeah. Or yeah, however you want to look at it. So I've got a neighbor that says he pays $15 a month so that he doesn't watch ads on YouTube. I've never even seen that option, but... What? <laughs> You've never seen yeah. it? I get spammed with that option every time I tune on to YouTube ever. I just... Wow. Like, Are you sure? You, do you want this? Do you want this trial? You might want this trial. You should probably look at this trial. <laughs> hey, look. I was like, oh, oh my God, I get it. <laughs> yeah, they know how cheap I am. They didn't even try. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But on the ads, doesn't it make sense? Like if we came out with a game, that was fun and free that we could run an ad. So every time you go to play it, you watch this ad and that's how we make the money. You get a free game, but you got to watch an ad. And that's how it works with phone games and stuff. So there's a precedence for it. So that could make sense. So there are a couple of thoughts here for that, where I really like having an expectation. Like if I know going into this, that, for instance, it could be a free game and I'm going to have to watch ads. And I know that when I download it. Or I could pay for the game and get no ads. That feels reasonable to me where you're. it's going back to the Hulu thing of you can make that choice. So I, I like that. And yeah, I do think that that could be fine where you can make money on a thing. Um, and it's also kind of, I really like demos. I think demos are a really smart thing for devs to do so that, because it's really hard to know whether I should buy a game or not. And it's easier to say, okay, well, this one's two bucks. I don't really care if it stinks. I only spent two bucks, but if it's like a $30, $50 mm-hmm. game or whatever, it it has to look really great for me to just be like, sure, whatever. But if there's a demo, then perfect. So the ads could kind of act as essentially your demo. So if you decide you really like the game and you're going to play it a lot, then you just buy the full ad-free version. So that could be cool. I hadn't really thought about that. Right. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, people will probably still review Bomb even, even though they're getting something for free. 
Well, yeah. And I think early on, especially that makes sense because people this whole time have been going in to this content with no ads and now there are ads and those are annoying. So of course, when it's just like, for the most part, reviews are going to end up being from just like the majority of users. It's just like the feel of a thing. And if <laughs> you just watch an annoying ad, you're going to feel pretty one starry over there. So I, I could see yeah. it. I think it makes sense. Yeah, but um, I have to interrupt you just for a second because I've got to do a quick ad. Please enjoy <laughs> these leather chairs. The, mm. These are fine leather chairs made here oh, on yes. the planet, on the meteor, and they're available now for two ninety nine. Is that two dollars and ninety nine cents, or is that two hundred ninety nine dollars? You'll find out on whether or not you are expecting large leather chairs. Can you even get leather so, chairs for two ninety? <laughs> yeah, but they're fake leather chairs. But these three uh, chairs are available for your purchase. Uh, that ad was brought to you by Meteor Station. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Perfect. You know, I I do have to judge for one thing, and that's that I just don't like the mid roll ads. You know, I don't like when it interrupts the content before and after. Fine, mid roll. I'm just trying to watch a thing, so maybe we'll advertise the the torches at the end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then you can. Uh, no, we're not going to. I was going to say then they'll just click out. So no, there will be no ad at the end. You've already seen it yeah <laughs> but going back to those kind of ads reminds me so one of the things that i think is an interesting talking point is i've noticed that i skip ads for things that i'm interested in like i saw an ad for a marvel movie and i was like oh neat a marvel movie but as soon as i could skip it i pressed that button and mm. that just got me on this whole thought tangent of so do you remember and these still might exist but i haven't had cable for a long time because i have the internet but there were channels on tv where all it is is ads it, they're just talking about a product and you can call in and buy it if you want or yeah and they're just yeah all it is is advertising different products but people would go watch it because it's like what is it i'm just gonna go see this new thing it might be interesting maybe yeah. the way they're presenting it is like, neat and like the home shopping now your channels yeah all that kind of stuff and so yeah. it's just but the thing is it's by choice you're not watching nickelodeon and suddenly they're trying to sell you a vase so i think that could be kind of an interesting experiment i wonder because for instance going back to the marvel trailer thing on netflix they have all these different shows and i don't know what to watch so i'll go in and watch their trailers which is essentially the stuff that i'm skipping i'm going and seeking out what i'd want to see but with going back to Oculus a bit, these guys have been getting our data as much as humanly possible for how long? 15 years? How long has it been? So mm -hmm. their targeted ads better be good at this point. They've, they know everything. And so what would make sense to me is essentially a section of ads that you could choose to go to where it's like you played this game and this game and this game, you're probably going to like this game. And then it, you could go watch yeah. the trailer for that game. And that would be something that would actually be appealing. You would actually, as a user, benefit from it. And as a game developer, also benefit from it. So 
it's kind of strange to me that they're so forceful with it when I, I guess it works because it's a huge industry. But to me, there's a place for allowing people to willingly go look at this stuff. Yeah, you we we've noticed you've been playing Flight Simulator. We thought you might want to go watch a 30 minute com- infomercial about my pillow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. And it is kind of funny because it is just like the algorithm for these things still seems weirdly bad. And one of the things that I've noticed that is exceptionally bad is it has an extreme emphasis. This just being on advertisers in general, just anytime you buy something, suddenly there are eight trillion ads for that thing. I see you bought Mm. these nice headphones. Would you like seven of them? No, I, I bought it. I, I'm done. I got it. Right. But like, they're just burning all this money. Just like maybe he'll want, you know, all of them. Maybe he'll buy our whole inventory. So you're right. Yeah. I mean, you you could be somebody that is a headphone order. They don't know. Right. Yeah. Like if I hadn't bought it, you want to keep it top of mind, and that part makes sense. I I guess all I'm saying with that is they need to know if that order button was pressed. (laughs) That one bit of extra data is critical for these people. But yeah, but in VR, I think it does make sense Mm -hmm. to have things that would, would appeal to the people that are in VR. I don't know what those are. What kind of, what, what would people, if you're going to generalize other than other VR games make sense, but is there anything else outside of that? Because if you're if you're in VR and you have a place where you can, if you want to watch an ad, you can. Uh, maybe there is an infomercial channel, and you can go s- kind of watch the gameplay of you know whatever the the hot game of the day, or you know certainly this jump when when that happens, and they've got a, something they can actually show. And if you want to know more about it and see how it works, and see some demo of it, that'd be cool to watch the demo in VR. Yeah. And actually have a full, be full VR. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It could be a better advertising experience. And that kind of brought up one of my other thoughts too is it's strange to me that so many advertisements are so low effort, low creativity because Mm. like, for instance, Super Bowl ads. Uh, they are spending extra money to get these watched at the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. they're also putting their best foot forward and people are going out of their way to watch the ads. People watch the Super Bowl for the ads. Obviously, other people watch it for the actual Super Bowl, but some people do. And so it's just strange to me where it's like if you make good ads, like funny ads, interesting ads in some way, then people would also choose to watch it there. It's just like, do you want your product to not sell do you want review bombed like just try at all you've got if you're dropping a million dollars on it maybe go on fiverr and pay someone 10 bucks to come up with something funny for you i don't know right strange right and and the reason this is even a topic is because and i think everybody knows this that the vr is one of the places that that people aren't being attacked by ads so it makes it kind of interesting to advertisers. Well, if we could be the first to attack them with ads, then we've got this captive audience, literally captive audience, with a headset on they can't get out of. 
no, we can get out. Mm-hmm. But but the <laughs> the reason this is a group, the the VR folks, it's a group that is not watching the normal, you know, TV and the normal places that that the ads are happening all the time. So it is an interesting thing. How do you how do you get to these people? How do you sell to this group? Yeah. And I, so you had started asking that question earlier, like what would in general the VR audience want? I think just in a general sense, a lot of the user base is techier. Um, I think that's a fair generalization of the earlier adopters. Um, and you would also know the headset type, presumably in a lot of the cases. So if it's a PC user, maybe you get a like better headset or whatever it is as an option. And if it's like a quest user, you know, they're going to be not necessarily a casual user, but they're more here for ease of use. I'm just going to put on a thing and I'm going to play a beat saber or whatever it is. So it'd be a little bit of a different targeting, but like I was saying before, Facebook has been getting our data for forever and if they already know who you are, it doesn't need to be like some general thing. It's going to be targeted. And so, Uh yeah, it's just, what does this person seem to like? So so that made me think, so this is interesting. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with advertising, but since Facebook is making you log in through the account and they know who you are on Facebook and they know you're in VR, why haven't they done this thing where they're like, so these three friends of yours play VR. Would you like to connect with them and play VR? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, is that not a thing? Huh. I, I haven't seen anything that connects me with the people that I'm friends with on Facebook that says they are VR users. Yeah. I'm, as I mentioned often, I am not on Oculus, so I don't get to see these True. gems, but that is... Yeah, I agree with you. I think that is a thing if it doesn't exist. That yeah, it should at least be. But like you would ideally want to control the settings where you will add just like a college acquaintance or whatever to Facebook yeah. if you're on it. And so that might not be ideal. But if you can see like, oh, this guy was actually really cool. I, I totally play some rec room with that guy or whatever. Then yeah, that's just another... VR buddy. Yeah, when you so. say that, if if Facebook is listening, then the the fact is if. that these are Facebook friends. They're not real friends, and that's why they're Facebook friends in the first place. Because I'm not spending time with them, <laughs> so I don't want to play VR games with them. Does that mean when I log back <laughs> onto Facebook for the first time in a decade, I'm going to find that I'm unfriended? <laughs> yes, I already unfriended you, you, quote unquote, Facebook friend. Right. And yeah, you're just you're just never there. So I unfriended you. Mm, fair. So I guess going back to an earlier line of thinking, I'm curious how it would go. So this is along the line of the what if there was a section where it's these are the targeted ads for you. This is the stuff that we think you would like and you can click on whatever you want. So what if it were a situation where, say, Hulu did this, right? They already have kind of an in-between. So what if they said you have to watch X number of ads to be on this cheaper plan? 
you have to watch five ads a month or 10 ads a month or like one ad per three episodes of stuff. I don't, I don't know, whatever. And you had to go into this menu and click on stuff you wanted to watch to see it. What's your Mm -hmm. gut reaction? I already have thoughts, but since I'm pitching it, you get to go first. So my gut reaction is that you could, if you had to watch, say, 10 minutes or 15 minutes, that you would just turn that on and then you would go make dinner and then come back and it would be done. So what they're going to have to do is have you answer questions kind of like when you take your uh, driver's test or something. So you come back and they say, okay, what color dress was the lady wearing who was selling the the car? Interesting. So I could see that that being extra terrible. I was already going to kind of go against my own thought. And if there were a quiz at the end, that would just be the worst. It is kind of funny, though. I did have this thought recently where it's like the people that watch the most ads are the ones that aren't in the room. (laughs) That's when ads are just not going to be skipped ever. It's, Mm -hmm. yeah, when there's just no one there. And so I don't think that would really change much for them. And unless the advertisers start complaining, who doesn't care if you don't actually watch it? But um, I was kind of already starting to think, though, that if I had to go to this menu and watch ads, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't appreciate Mm -hmm. that. But what could be better is... so. Say it's Hulu again. I'm just going to keep using them as the example. Um, And you're on the plan that has ads for the cheaper service. If if you were to go to this menu and watch some stuff, then they show you fewer ads because you already showed yourself ads. I could see that being good. I could see because that's less intrusive. You're not being forced to do anything. You just benefit. Whenever there's only positives, I think those are better received situations. Mm. Yeah. If it gets to that point, I'm probably out of whatever that is anyway, because I I don't want to spend too much time calculating my ad watching. But (laughs) if I... If I get a pop-up, like right now, if there was a pop-up, because we've been talking about Hulu so much and a pop-up that came up and said, hey, do you want to see an ad about Hulu? Or, um, hey, are you interested in Hulu? And then you can make it go away or watch it. Then that might be acceptable if it's a quick thing that you can click out of or into. Mm, interesting. We notice you're talking about Hulu a lot. Would you like to buy Hulu? You should <laughs> buy, buy Hulu. Hulu. Buy Hulu yeah. stock. No. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. Um, yeah. So interesting. So I guess for what I was just saying to be better, you would just need to. Like, because it seems like it's the calculating thing that bothers you about it. So it just have to be like no visuals or anything. It's just you notice that if you watch some stuff over here, sometimes then sometimes you're shown fewer ads or whatever. Some like low brain power. Like I clicked a thing. Now less bad stuff happens. Yay me or what? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. But yeah, what you were saying with the pop up for. Would you like to buy Hulu stock? That kind of thing would drive me nutty. I would much prefer something uninvasive if I'm in the middle of like, I'm ducking and weaving in a game and suddenly Hulu. It's like, oh my God, go away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But if you're in rec room and you're in the middle of a game and it says, would you like to see an ad to purchase a 
blaster cannon or a rocket launcher, and then you can go in, buy it, come back to the game, and dominate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pay to We're win. giving them too many ideas. They're they're listening to this, oh. and they're going to make all these things happen because we're just we're on the forefront of of this whole idea. We're we're huge, <laughs> huge. Uh, uh, what what would you call that? Uh, future predictors. Yeah. 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 We're big. Uh, although I, I do have to say, if we do end up making any ads, we will be the the good ones. We'll make the ones that are worth watching. Because yes. ads that are not worth watching are straight up stupid in my opinion. So Yeah. Yeah. And we're just playing the the percentages game. So if we have fifty 50 ideas about advertising and one of them happens, we'll we'll be able to later say, Yeah, we we predict talked about that. Yep, we predicted that. Yeah. What's so we should get into actual predictions because we dropped some thoughts, and I think some of these ideas are cool. I actually think the last thing I was kind of talking through could be actually really beneficial for everyone, but I don't think it would happen. The one where if you go put this area with the targeted ads and let people go there and then they're shown fewer ads, but they don't really have to think about it. They just get to see the trailers that stand out to them as interesting. I think that could be just better, um, but I, I don't think it would happen. I think it's going to be the more in-your-face nonsense. Like I do, I do think people it, would go to you know, movie trailers, especially are people people love to watch movie trailers. And so if there was a place where you could go and move and the movie companies would come out with VR uh, ads for their movies, if you had that and you could you know, have five, six, whatever number of them, and people could could go somewhere and, on the meteor and watch those. And when they're sick of them, they jump out and go do whatever else. I think I think that would get a lot of people to watch. But I don't know if people would go to the my pillow spot to be sold their on their pillows. I don't know. Right. Some well, people would. so this yeah. is only people that have like. On Facebook, they've included hobbies, include sleeping comfortably. And then they, you know, on their Instagram, they're like, here's another picture of me with my favorite pillow. Like, those are the Man, people that are going to be getting the, the pillow ad. And I think, you know what? They might just click it. It's just something yeah. for everyone. And you might yeah. get uh, garage fixings. Right. You might get floors. So. And What's great about that is I've already done my garage floor and I'd be like, hey, I already did it. Why are you giving me these ads? And like you just said, and yeah. Yes, in deedles. Cool. So that's enough ad talk for me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Do we have any, is there anything else to talk about? I guess real quick, I did want to note. So I, I love bashing Oculus and I think their ad launches. Not not what we're looking for here. But I did see uh, someone commenting on their Vive support and how bad it is. And so I, I think really Vive has just been lucking out on this podcast because I just haven't ended up with issues. So I haven't had to talk to Vive support. But that's kind of the one group that reminds me of that is... Comcast, which is scary. That's not a great 
thing to have as your parallel because there was one time where everything just worked and it was fine. I just had service. And both the times I had them, they were my only choice. But the other time they sent two routers and double charged me. And every time I tried to resolve it, the issue got worse until it was just like, I had to like, eventually go find a store stand there like two and a half hours in person for them to take it and then still not remove the double charge for forever. It was just like the absolute worst. It was like they were trying to be terrible. And so I, Mm. you know, I just, I I guess all I'm saying is I'm, I'm not saying that everyone else is perfect. I just like making fun of Oculus and their nonsense. So, yeah, well, a lot of people do. They're they're an easy target, but they're making some cash, so they can they can take a hit because they're making a lot right. of money. So when you went there, did you have to wait for a Comcast genius? I don't think those exist. Don't you love it that Apple calls their people the genius? You got to wait wait for a genius. So we we should do that for for us. Like we should be the VR geniuses, and people can make an appointment for finding out uh, really unuseful information. <laughs> would you, would yeah. you like more unuseful VR information? Please make an appointment with a VR genius. You know, I think at this point, I'm going to have to uh, stand in a heroic pose or something. But uh, I, I think at this point, dare I say, we might actually have useful information. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know why I felt the need to throw vibe under the bus a little. I think I've just been too positive on them for what could be happening to me. So had to throw a little shade, but I guess let's start working on wrapping it up. But I think what we should do is a quick rapid fire of first part, second part, but of we we're done with ads, but it's got to be ad themed because that's the theme of the podcast. Mm, So it's ads that would be worth watching. Okay. In VR. But not real companies? We'll find out. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Second part. Atomic. Soda. Atomic soda. So that just sounds like a new brand of soda. And it does. It sounds fun. I don't know. It sounds like when you open it, it like explodes every time. It's like it's a feature where, and maybe that's the joke behind that just you don't even have to shake it it just will always explode isn't that fun <laughs> which is better in vr so like when you're in a certain game you have a backpack and you can have things in there so you should be able to buy atomic soda have it in your backpack and if you're with somebody that's annoying you you pull out the can you pop it and everything explodes in the area or you hand it to mm. them and say here enjoy a soda and then run <laughs> I like it. So it's really a prank soda, but if it tastes good, it's, then yeah. it could be a double whammy. It's just like it's worth the explosion because it tastes so good. I think it should be cherry yeah. flavored. Atomic soda, cherry flavored prank. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, let's do another one. Okay, I'm ready. First part. Mm, all right. All right, second. Okay, poodle. Violin. Mmm, I have nothing. That brings nothing to mind. You? It went two very different directions, and I think the one that makes any sense whatsoever is to have a violin that looks like a poodle. I don't know if its head's the 
like it's got like a really long neck or if that's just like, it's, oh, it's got to be the tail because then it's a poofy tail at the end. That makes sense. So it's like a mm-hmm. poodle uh, as the base of it and then the poofy tail with the, yeah, that, that's it. That's what it is. Hmm. I think that kind of sells itself because either you're going to look at it and be like, I'm a serious violin player. Absolutely not. Or you're going to look at it and be like, oh, that's the best. I need seven of them. Just like how many headsets. Yeah. Or so it could be plural poodle violins, which is like a play on poodle violence. And so poodles Mm. being such, you know, cute little, you know, harmless animals. And then they actually grow and and attack and, and maul. And so you, it's a, it's a poodle. uh, What would you call it? Like a poodle monster game. Oh, it's a game. So it's, yeah. Where's the violin violence. come in? Is that just the epic music in the backgrounds all from violins? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I guess the right answer was already taken, so you had to yeah. come up with something else. I right, last one. Okay. Second. Hmm. So I have a first and a third. Ooh. Okay. Ready? Right, ready? The new Oculus Portal Invader Bucket. <laughs> We're just going to say words forever. <laughs> All right. The new Oculus Portal Invader, which I already I have a thought for it. What comes to mind for you? The, the Portal Invader. So, yeah, it, you were talking about the thing that you could be transported to Australia if somebody else was wearing the headset. And mm-hmm. this would be a, like the little paperclip in Microsoft. So it's a little <laughs> thing that says, hey, would you like to see how to look behind you better? Hey, would you like me to show you how to increase your volume? And it just keeps throwing out those little helpful tips until you get rid of it. Mm. We do need a new Clippy. Clippy was epic. But I kind of uh, set myself up with a softball because uh, I already <laughs> it was just like Oculus. It got a, I'm not done making fun of Oculus. So it would be they come up in a portal right behind you. They don't quite have all the data, but they could if they looked right over your shoulder while you did everything. So they just have their... Um, they're invaders and they just go through these teleporters and then they mm-hmm. just watch what you're doing, which might just be within your VR experience. So maybe you're just playing some VR chat or whatever. And then there's just some dude in a suit suddenly standing behind us, which should I check here? I don't see any dudes in suits at the moment. So that's nice. But uh, they just pop in and they're just kind of watching what you're doing, taking notes. They've got their little virtual pad of paper, you know, they're just doing whatever it is so okay i think i have a better one i think it's from the a lot of people will have to go and google this but there was a game called space invaders in the 1970s 80s and it was so basic and and simple but it was it was good it was a fun game so oculus portal invaders is the updated version of that in vr and we should make that and sell it to oculus that would be fun that'd be a good one Portal Invaders exists, but probably not. It'd actually probably be great to just knock it off as much as possible and just fully make it that, but in VR. So, yeah, yeah, I think that does it. That's good. So, okay. Well, thanks for uh, inviting me here to your meteor, sir. Oh, it's my meteor now. Well, you made it. 
You're going to have to pay meteor rent. Oh, no. Is there going to be an ad? Rent your spot. Yeah, the couch <laughs> is going to cost you two ninety nine, as I recall. Oh, no. <laughs> What's well, been fun? I have to go. All right. I don't know what well, I have to do, good. but I have to go. Do it. Your people are calling. You have to go answer them. Oh, yeah. Oh, there they are. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been good. I'll catch you on the next one, Internet. Yes. Oh, and we do have a Facebook account. We should point to that. We have a meteor station thing they could subscribe page. to on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? And go. It's just called Meteor Station, but it's a page. And and so if you want to be shown Meteor Station ads, those will be better ads than whatever else. Although we don't have ads. We should make ads so no. that people can watch better things than the pillow ads. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Okay. I'm out of here. All right. Later, everybody.